because inflation is very cyclical in nature. It goes up and it comes down, it goes up. And right now we're all experiencing the upside of inflation, but it's been low for years and years and years. And I believe what the the analysts are telling us is that it, they believe it will return to something of normality again in the future. Welcome to Your Retirement Blueprint, a podcast by 210 Financial. No matter who you are or where you are in life, having a plan for your finances matters. And that's what this show is all about. In each episode, we want to help you gain an understanding of where you are now and where you want to go from here. Hey, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Your Retirement Blueprint Podcast. My name is Kendall Stahl, alongside my co-host today, Mr. Phil Cooper. How are you? I'm good, Kendall. Good to see you on here. Good deal. We're doing a little different today. We're doing it via Zoom, changing things up a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of the way we used to do it, right? During the... The whole pandemic thing. This yeah, is I normal. So. Now we're now we're just kind of like old school. This is called old school now. Yeah. <laughs> it's not forever. It's just for a little bit though, right? That's right. Yeah. Are you recovering from all your travels over the holiday season? Yeah, yeah, we had a wonderful holiday season. We went to uh took the kiddos, the grandkiddos down to Disney, as you know. You're one of the kids. Yeah, I was the there. Kids. It was awesome. You know, see so you go see the grandkids, see Disney through their eyes, which was pretty cool. Yeah. This is a good time. Yeah. Good weather. Not, not near as cold back as it was in Illinois. That's right. <laughs> Anyways, today's show is going to be about the top 10 retirement tips in 2023, which I think is going to be interesting. we got a lot of good tips for you. Um, but the first thing that we always start out with is a client question. All right. So you ready for this, Phil? Fire away. All right. So this one's from John. He says, I've retired from CAP. I don't necessarily need the money in my 401k. Is there a better option of what I can do with it? Um, you know, should I do something different with the money, I guess, or should I leave it there? Yeah. Let me, uh, let me give here your short answer. Just give me a real short answer, Kendall. <laughs> short answer. The short answer is just roll it over. We don't have oh, very many yeah. options inside of a 401k. You exactly. get outside of that. Exactly. I was thinking the same thing. Outside of there. Right. Exactly. So once you get outside, John, thank you for the question, by the way. We're always a fan of saying if you no longer work where your 401k used to work, then you need to get your 401k out of there and do something else with it. And the reason we always tell people that, John, is because there's so many more options available to you outside of that 401k. And the way the IRS regulations are set up, you have the ability, as Kendall was saying, there to roll that over. You can roll it over from an IRA, from a excuse me, from a four hundred one k, roll it over into an IRA. That's a tax free transaction, and once it gets out in that IRA, now you have complete control over the investment selection, the income you take from it, how those dollars will be taxed, the frequency of those taxation dollars, um, you know how much income you want to pull out of there. All of that resides more readily available to you outside in that IRA. So the short answer, as Kendall was saying there, yeah, roll that over. But the reasons we advise you to do that is because the benefits to you outside of that IRA are so vast and so wide. A good question, John. Thank you. Yep. Good question. A lot of different options outside of that 401k. All right. You ready for the top 10 retirement tips of 2023? I'm ready. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of read them to you. The ones that we put together, you can expound on them. Then maybe I'll, I'll wrap up on them. If that, if that sounds good. Yeah. All right. So starting off 2023, number one tip, by the way, and I think it's the most important is understanding what they call sequence of returns. That's a fancy word for volatility in the market, right? 
Yeah, it is. Sequence of returns is nothing more. Hey, here, let me let me state it very simply. I tell people all this this all the time, Ken. I know you've heard this a thousand times, but if you or any one of the listeners today, if they plan on reaching in to their bucket of money, and their bucket of money could be an IRA or a 401k or something, if yep. they plan on reaching into that bucket, pull money out for their own use, you cannot let anybody else reach in there with you. Well, right now, what Kendall's mentioning on volatility, that's when the market goes way up and way down and way up and way down and it bounces all over the place. But we have this problem in our world called Murphy's Law. Every time you need something, old Murph shows up with him and his brother and all of his cousins and knock on your door. door, right? So we always say to people, if you're going to reach into your 401k or your IRA, don't let anybody else in there. In other words, take that volatility. You have the control. Take that volatility and squeeze it down by potentially reducing your risk inside of your investment plan because it could be critical to your long-term chance of making it through the end end of this life without running out of money. Yeah, I like to say, don't get yourself in a position to be a forced seller in a down market, right? That's good. That's really good. As you know, whenever we're putting plans together for folks, we like to have dollars positioned in a place to where they're principal protected, get reasonable rates of return. We can can go to those buckets of money if we need to uh, when the market's down, because you don't want to go to the buckets of money that the market's down, and then you got to go pull dollars out of there for income. It gets ugly in a hurry. Double whammy. Yeah, don't do that yourself. All right. Lose your fear of inflation. Higher prices are concerning, but some analysts argue that retirees should worry more about local taxes and rising cost of health care than just inflation in general. Mm-hmm. I think the reason that lo- that the, the so-called professional analysts or so-called experts are saying that, Kendall, is because inflation is very cyclical in nature. It goes up and it comes down and goes up. And right now we're all experiencing the upside of inflation, but it's been low yeah. for years and years and years. And I believe what the the analysts are telling us is that it, they believe it will return to something of normality again in the future. Yeah. However, we do see our property taxes going this way and we mm-hmm. do see our health care. My gosh, health care is not going like this. It's going like this, right? Yeah. And you ought to be more concerned about those types of things than you are about a loaf of bread going up from, you know, I'm just going to probably show my ignorance, but a loaf of bread <laughs> going from a dollar to a dollar 25. Maybe that's not even close. You I haven't don't know. been to the grocery yeah, store in a while. You? Really, you can see who does not do the grocery shopping in my home. <laughs> But I, I think even if it went from a dollar to two dollars, well, yeah, where are you shopping at? <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've been to a grocery store. But you know, especially since they have this thing where you just phone yeah. it in and, and they bring it out to your car. That's pretty cool. I mean, Let's I can pick it up. I, you, sure, here's a cool thing. That so, with this little deal here, <laughs> I, I'm buying nutty bars and <laughs> and donuts, and they're bringing it right to my car now, which is really awesome, right? The problem with it is I really don't even know what I'm buying. I just know how much I'm paying. The, the point of it is this, though, Kendall. If you went from a dollar to $2 on bread, that's not nearly as bad as going from you know, $4,000 yeah. a year property tax to 6000 or something like that. So yeah. maybe look at some other areas that you might ought to be more concerned about. Well, we always talk about, I don't know that we should open this can of worms fully today, but in past podcasts, we always talk about taxes going up, dollars in IRAs and 401ks. You know, should we pay some taxes now? Well, taxes are low to maybe pay a whole lot less taxes over your lifetime. I think that's one of the biggest tips too here um, that we need to discuss. So, all right. Anything else on that one? Inflation probably will not stay where it is for any length of time. I think that's the thing I want to put in uh, the 
into people's minds is that we're as humans, we're very short term people. Very, we only remember what was in front of us yesterday and boy, it was got expensive in a hurry. We think it's going to be that way forever and it's not going to be that way. Yeah. No, for sure. Think how quick it changed, right? I mean, yeah, right. We were at no inflation to all kinds of inflation. Yeah, for years. Right. Okay. It says um, delay or start thinking about Social Security. In other words, uh, maybe it makes sense to delay Social Security. Maybe it doesn't. Essentially, Social Security goes up eight percent a year between sixty-two and seventy. When's the best time to turn it on? Also, Social Security gets inflation adjustments, right? So in twenty twenty-three. Uh, people that are on Social Security are getting a pretty good bump. Yeah, I think that there's a strategy that needs to be looked at there. And the, and the question comes in and it's going to sound funny because nobody really knows this answer. But how long are you going to live? Right. Yeah. <laughs> if we don't if we knew that answer, boy, oh boy, could we build you a perfect financial plan? We'd spend that last dollar in the last day. But nobody knows that. But if there is if there's a, a current need for your social security. In other words, if you're not making it to the end of the month on your other sources of income, go get your social security. For crying out loud, go get it. Don't stress over it. Go turn it on. If you do not need it, if you're still working or things like that, then maybe you consider delaying that. But there's a lot of options, a lot of strategies that you can look at there, especially if you delay that. And then one of you, meaning a married couple, one of you passes away in the future, it could mean a considerable amount of increase of income for your, for your uh, spouse that's left after you're passing. So there's a strategy. That's the point, Kendall. We've got to take a look at their situation and say, do you turn it on now? Do we delay it a year or five or seven years? Right. Or what? There's a yeah. strategy that needs to be looked at. Sometimes folk, folks are blessed and they've got plenty of pension and things like that. And they don't need to turn it on. And, mm-hmm. and uh, it, there can be some the taxation conversation had in there as well. Yeah. Um, that's probably a little detailed for today's podcast, but um but yeah, just need to have a strategy behind Social Security. It's definitely not just go flipping on and rock and roll. I agree. I don't know if this one applies so much to Central Illinois, but I think it applies to a lot of our listeners because people are listening across the country. It says rethink where you want to live. So take I already a have. Look at- I already have. I'm coming to your basement. Are you moving? I'm no, moving to your basement. Not. That's where the grandkids are it's at. Not gonna save you any be. money. It's not going to save you any <laughs> money. Charge me rent. The rent is very high. <laughs> All right, I'm going to let you take this one. Rethink housing costs, basically. Housing costs have went crazy, right? And uh, we've got, I think there's a couple, there more than just housing costs in this. It's also like state taxes, right? We already talked about taxes. Believe it or not, Illinois is a pretty good pretty good uh, place to retire, state tax-wise anyways. Um, so I think a lot of retirees become what we call snowbirds, and they're going to different states or different locations and uh, for the winter or just maybe moving away, right? Make sure that you understand how that's going to take change your tax situation um, if you're going to do that. Um, but then also with some of the major cities, you know, around that have had the crazy increases in real estate prices. And crime. And crime, yeah. yeah take you a look at that, too. Might want to think about, you know, is it, you know, if I want to go move to Austin, Texas, is now the time to buy or should I wait and see if things yeah. cool off a little bit? Um, I heard that I'm not going to get the stats right exactly, but I think um, Scottsdale, Arizona, maybe somewhere in Arizona. Housing prices have just went flying through the roof, right? And now, and and right here, the last quarter of the year, they've slid backwards something like twenty percent. That's probably not right, wow. but the point is that some of those warmer states where a lot of people are migrating to, um, those housing prices are starting to come apart a little bit. And, you mentioned you taxation know. there, Kendall. We've had a few situations where clients have moved to states like uh, 
that weren't as tax friendly. Yeah. Now, when I say this, people will go, what are you talking about? Because it must say they're not as tax friendly as Illinois. And people are like, you're out of your mind because Illinois is not tax friendly. But it is for retirees because Illinois does not tax Social Security pensions or anything you pull out of your IRA or 401k distributions. Right. Right. But other states do. So just be cautious on where you're going. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Um, let's see. We are on number, let's see. I think that's number five. So have a health, a game plan for healthcare, right? Yeah. We talked about this already a little bit um, earlier, but I would say just, I think healthcare is advertised as one of the biggest expenses in, in retirement. And that's, that's true. But I also think it's super manageable as long as you just kind of have a game plan for it. Right. Absolutely. Medicare, you get Medicare. somebody at age 65. Yeah. Total game changer because we're all eligible for Medicare at that point. So the biggest gap somebody has to deal with is if they retire prior to 65, how are you going to handle your Medicare, excuse me, your uh, medical insurance coverage between whenever that date is you retire and 65. Mm -hmm. If we've got that gap, that's what has to be managed. Yeah. And then we got to talk about long-term care at some point too, right? I mean, long-term care is a big expense. Is it right? Is it not? Kind of depends on everybody's individual situation, but at least make sure that you've put not some for thought me, it's into. Not. I'm coming to your basement. Remember, you are my long-term care plan. Yeah, no, no, not going to happen. <laughs> I hope your daughter has a lot more sympathy for you than I do. She doesn't. She doesn't. You need to go talk to somebody about long-term care, Phil. You think I need a policy? Your kids are not letting you. In their I'm not feeling the love, buddy. <laughs> oh man! All right, number six. Be ready to retire early. I think this is something that is upfront and personal to a few people in 2022, right? Um, lump sum pensions. Maybe we should bring that up. Whether or not that's going to carry into 2023 or not was, well, you know, to be determined. Um, but I, but definitely something to talk about. Yeah, with rising interest rates, we did see a lot of people that had to make a decision because they had a they knew out here in the future they had a, a lump sum pension option. Yep. And because interest rates took off, that lump sum pension option was going to go down drastically. Some mm. some people, I mean, you're talking a lot of money, six-figure yeah. money, it was going to go down. So they chose to say, I'm going to preserve those dollars and go ahead and retire in 2022 yep. versus 2023 or four or five or six. And now they've got a choices to make because maybe they weren't 65 years old. So be prepared, as Kendall said, just be prepared. That if an option like that's given to you, that you know what you're going to do with it. That's called a financial plan. You have to have a plan. I'm hopeful that in 2023, interest rates aren't going to go up as much as they did in 2022. Yeah. So maybe it's not going to be um, quite as drastic as it was in 2022, right? I think Ford, was it Ford? Is that who you told me? 1,000 or 3,000 employees? What was 1, it? 1,000. They had 1,000 people that said, yeah. I'm done. That's I'll a huge dent in yeah. the, in the uh, workforce. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it made sense though, right? I mean, if you're going <laughs> to... If you got a lump sum pension that's, you know, half a million, a million dollars, whatever, and, and it's going to go backwards 20%, that's a year that's or two massive. worth of salary. Yeah, that's massive. On, that's right. On where you're at. All right. Number seven, consider part-time work. Part-time employment can help keep income flowing, which is especially beneficial in, in economy slumps. We should have talked about this when we talked about our first one out of the gate, right? So I think it's just talking about when the economy's down, when the market's down, you don't want to pull money out of account, out of accounts that are down, right? And so some part-time income can help with that. I agree with that, but I think there's another element that people do not think about until they're forced into a situation. Let me explain what I mean. 
we as Americans, as, as humans, but especially as Americans, we have been designed, created, and uh, taught that we work. You get up, yes. you go to school, you get a good education, you get a good job, you go to work, you pay the mortgage, raise those kids, do your thing. You go get your 40 years in a company, and then you decide to retire. The problem with that is people, they do plan for the financial side of retirement, but they almost never think about the emotional, mental side of retirement because there's going to come a day when that alarm clock doesn't have to go off. Yeah. And you're going to wake up and go, what am I going to do today? Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, that's been a hard, hard thing for a lot of people. It sounds glorious, right? Today, yeah. if you're looking out there, go, I can't wait for that day. Mm -hmm. And then that day gets here and you're like, hey, I thought that was going to be a lot better than what it is because now I don't know what I'm doing with my time. I'm bored. I'm I'm uh, confused. I'm whatever. So that part-time job, that could be part of a social thing that you want to look at and say, I'm gonna, I need to be around humans. Never yeah. thought I did, but I've got to be around some humans once in a while. Maybe you go out and get a part-time job and be able to do it that way. Yeah. That bleeds in so good to our next point. Do not neglect your self-care, right? I think we learned this during COVID, right? When you weren't around anybody, you know, it just, it's just not as good. And going back to retiring, there are so many people that retire and sit in the recliner and then they don't end up living near as long as what they were planning on. You got to, you got to be doing something, going somewhere, doing something to stimulate the mind and then the body. Kendall, I had an older gentleman one time give me some really wonderful advice. He said, do you realize as humans, we're created to move forward? And I said, how do you, how do you know that? What's your reason for that? And he said, look at the way your legs are put on your body. They're made <laughs> to go that way. They weren't yeah. made to go sideways or backwards. We're made to go forward. So we always got to be moving forward. And I think there's some real truth to that. We've got to be doing things that are plugging into our society, yeah. maybe making an impact. It doesn't have to be something that's paid. You can go volunteer your time at a food bank or a a ministry of some kind or your neighbor's house, go rake their yard, do something, yep. get out of that lazy boy chair. Some go do something. Yeah. Right. You have to have a purpose. I just, uh, just a case in point, I guess we had back to the whole lump sum pension issue. I had a client that ended up retiring kind of not on a whim because we'd been preparing for it, but, but quicker than he, he was planning on it. He's like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do now. And I'm like, well, you, you got to go, you got to find something to do, right? Go back, go find a part-time job, do something you really like to do, you know? And, and I have a lot you of know, all joking aside, Kendall, when it comes to a, like a very long weekend. Yeah. Um, that's that's fine with me. I do mm -hmm. well with that. You probably do well with that. I get up, I do a few things, you know, I've got, uh, people that know us know that we've got uh, some four wheelers we like to ride or a, right. a tractor. I like to go do some mowing, but that two or three days is a, is enough. And then all of a sudden, if I go into a week or two of extended time off, yeah, you start to go, Hey, wait a minute. What if this is the rest of my life like this? You can only yeah. mow so many times. Yeah. You can only play so many rounds of golf, right? There's gotta yeah. be something else. So those that are listening saying, Hey, I can't wait till that day. I can lay under that palm tree and do nothing. You might want to reconsider that doing nothing may not be good for you. Well, you know my retirement plan, right? I probably do. Yeah, I'm starting. A, I'm starting a mowing company. I'm just going to mow. I'm coming to make stripes all day straight long. Lines. Straight lines. I got to find. I got to find somebody to run my weed whacker though, because I I don't feel like I'm going to want to do that when I retire. I'll do that for you. It's going to get myself a nice John Deere zero turn, and I'm just going <laughs> to make stripes. <laughs> all right, sounds good. I hope I'm around to see it. Oh, man. All right. Do the math on retirement. Right. So I think that's um, try to be prepared. Right. Have a plan. All the things we always talk about. Um, don't just throw money in a 401k and forget about it. And then hope one day you're going to be able to retire. Right. If you're thinking about getting or get, getting close to retirement, thinking about retirement, 
it's time to start putting some sort of a plan together in 2023. Numbers never lie. Always do the math. One and one will always equal two. So make sure you know how much income you're going to need, what your yeah. expenses are going to be. Then we can build a road between those two and get you to retirement. I don't know if I don't know if that always equals two. I was looking at my sister's math the other day. It yeah. is not the same math that used to be. Homeschooling <laughs> math is still one and one equals two. Oh man. Anyways, have a plan. No comment. It, no comment. Yeah, I'm just moving on. I'm moving on from those homeschooled jokes of yours. Um have a plan, right? Income planning, investment plan, tax plan, health, estate plan, right? And those are the things we always talk about. Um, 2023 is the year to get that done. Get professional help. Just kind of tip number 10, right? Um, you made a really good analogy. We were recording some TV shows um, here a couple of weeks ago, and you talked about up the mountain versus down the mountain, right? Yeah. So having a professional to help you do that. Yeah, there's two different analogies or two different uh, people there. One one person saying, I'm trying to get up this mountain. In other words, I'm going to work every day and I'm filling up my 401k. I'm filling up my pension fund. I'm filling yeah. those things up. In other words, I'm climbing the mountain, climbing the mountain, fill it up, fill it up. There's coming a day, a day when you get to the top of that mountain that's called retirement. You no longer have to fill that bucket up. Now you need to reach in and pull those dollars out. And that's coming down the mountain. Here's the analogy I like to tell people. If you make a mistake on the way up, I've I've done some hiking. Not sure. a lot, but I've done some hiking. If you fall down. I was going to say, I don't know if you've done that much hiking. <laughs> is riding a four-wheeler up a mountain considered hiking? <laughs> okay, he's going to make a great analogy here, but I don't know if you need to take his hiking advice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know how to put on the hiking boots. Okay, I'll, I'll right. stop. Go ahead. If you're climbing a mountain and you fall down, that's, that's terrible, right? But it's not going to kill you. You're going to hurt your knee. You're going to, you're going to scrape up a knee, bang up a shin, something. You're going to bleed a little bit, but you can bandage it up, keep moving. You fall coming down that mountain, a nurse is going to kick in. You might just keep on going. You may go over the edge. And that's the same in retirement. If you make a mistake going up, it's not as bad as making a mistake coming down. You make sure that you know what you're doing on the downside of that retirement thing. I I always say if, if you're putting money away, you know, if you can figure out how to save money, right, when you're young and just keep doing it. You, you can screw a lot of things up and you'll still yeah. get pretty close. Right. Yeah. Um, but when you get up towards the top and start coming down the backside, it, it you can make some mistakes that cost Huge. you pretty good. Master, I we think there's also, also a difference between accumulation advisors and distribution advisors. Right. So um, there are definitely firms out there that specialize in getting people up that mountain. And then, on the flip side of that, our firm being one of them, we we specialize in, hey, we're almost to retirement. How do we get back down the backside of this mountain? You got to change strategies, different strategy yep. altogether. Yep. All right. That was tip number 10. Work with a professional. You got anything else to say on any of that? I've got a quick analogy to give you. Okay. So, as you know, I started working out recently, right? Oh, I've heard. <laughs> I'm in my 50s and I started working out. Well into his 50s. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Let me tell you, buddy. You know this analogy, this mountain analogy? I can yeah. remember being 18, 20, 25, and I could kill it in the gym. I could go run five miles. I could do anything I wanted to do. Yeah. I was climbing the mountain. Didn't matter. I'm trying to climb a mountain now, 50 years old. <laughs> the mountain's tall and it's steep. <laughs> What's the point of that analogy? <laughs> things change yeah <laughs> things change and you need to have an analogy there uh, uh, a process to come down the side of that mountain in retirement so all right i'm done with that one Move right, you're done with your analogies you're yeah. you just want you just wanted everybody to know that you're on your way to being jack that's what's going to be out how 
how pumped I am. Oh my. Okay, so that covers basically our main topic for the day. But the now we got to do some history quiz. Okay. All right. I bet I bet you can do this this week in history. Okay. Huh. A couple of things happened. Do you got any idea what they were? Give me just give me a clue. Uh, let's see. Eighteen sixty three had to do with Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln, 1860. Well, 1863 was the Emancipation Proclamation. Yeah, you're cheating. You got the answer somewhere. That was, uh, a document that was put in place to free all mankind of. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. What are these? No <laughs> <Go> notes. <laughs> I was sounded pretty good there for a minute. So you called you me sounded, out. Honestly, you probably could have done, done that without, without notes. You're pretty smart. I mean, take a stab at that one, but some of them are pretty tough. Yeah. Yeah. Alaska became the 49th state in the U.S., which I haven't been there yet. And that is on my bucket list. I'll go with you. We'll do it. Let's do it. Family trip. You can pay. I love that. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, man. Well, I think that does it for the show today, don't you? It's a good show. Good stuff there. Yep. Yep. You got it. Let us know if you need any help. But we look forward to seeing you. Or I guess we look, we're not going to see anybody next week, are we? But they might listen to us or see us next week. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time on Your Retirement Blueprint Podcast. See ya. Thank you for listening to Your Retirement Blueprint. We hope today's episode helped you gain a better grasp of your finances and clarified a possible path forward in your life. This show is brought to you by 210 Financial, and our team is passionate about helping individuals and families achieve their ideal retirements. If you'd like to talk more about your financial plan, we'd love to talk to you. You can learn more and schedule a call at 210financial.com. Again, that's www.210financial.com. We can't wait to see you right back here next time on this show.